Do you have your tea? I do. Oh, okay. Goodness gracious. I don't think I can take it. You seem a little slow moving this morning. I don't think I can handle it. The stress is just too much. You know, the stress of this life of living with you 24 7. It's just the, the <laughs> you've stress. Been, you've been living with me for 24 7 for quite a while. That's true. I think it's finally catching up on me. <laughs> Are you exhausted by ecstasy, Bill? Could be exhausted by something. By something or other. By beauty. Our house, our glowy house. It's 8.51 a.m. Saturday, July the 16th, 2022. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane. <coughs> This is comfy. Yeah. This is not a bad little world we've got, Diane. Let's tell the folks about it. It's been a what what has it been? It's been a it's been an abundant week here in Lake Abundance. Yeah. Yeah. Full of thrills and chills and car chases and explosions and, <laughs> you know, things like that. Over to you. <laughs> I'm amazed at how quickly this month is already going by. I, know. <laughs> I was uh, thinking, man, they're halfway through the month. See, like there's the there's... month of total, total, you know, doing nothing. Yeah. I had planned <laughs> this this month to be nothing. Nothing. Right. To do. How, how's the nothingness going? It's going quite excellently. Quite it well. makes me want more. Yes. <laughs> more of nothing. More of nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when the when the uh, I think with the, when you quit work, it's like the last little uh, tether that keeps one attached to a sense of time being regimented in any way is is gone, and time just starts to go. Whoosh. And you would think it would go slower, but it has not. Yeah. It's gone pretty darn fast. That's the thing that I have noticed, is that I I feel like I've never been busier in my life. And the time is just going. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got stuff to do here. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, that's all tied into a, a sense of ah, productivity. But it's not really. It's not the same kind of productivity. It's a kind of personal productivity that is much more pleasurable as it's happening and you want to relish it more but it's gone before you know it yes i've been absorbed in a wonderful uh tarot class assignment yes you have that that is uh it's called what's your jam and uh this this instructor is so amazing in the assignments she comes up with because basically what she's trying to get you to do is know all the cards by, because there's 78 cards, right? And each of them, as the teacher has been explaining, 
it's like a file cabinet for everything in the world. And so you're trying to get the idea that this particular card contains this part of the world. And how do you remember, remember all of those? And so her concepts are so great that you first uh, look at them and see what they evoke in you naturally, that you then drill down into something that you really love. And that's what the What's My Jam module is about. Is sort of like you have something you already love. Like let's say that you were really deeply into the Lord of the Rings or um, or you were into Norse mythology or runes or um, plants. You know, like you wanted to associate each card with a plant. Well, how would you do that and why? And so we've had at my tarot class, we've had people present on this particular topic and I have really enjoyed it even though the ones that I've seen so far are based on video game characters which I don't relate to but I do relate to the way that the the people explain how they got to this place and so I've been thinking ever since I first attended a class what I would like to do for my assignment um, when it came up and All of a sudden, the other day, I was cleaning the kitchen, listening to music, and I heard the song, Wondering Where the Lions Are. By Bruce Coburn. By Bruce Coburn. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is like a perfect song that talks about the strength card of the tarot deck. And when I thought that, I thought, you know what I should do? I mean, we've we've been trying to associate songs with retirement and you know coming up with I should do it on songs and so I have been blissfully immersed in this project and have already the tarot playlist yeah. yeah and I have but I have really found that the more that you get that in your mind the I'm trying to look for these themes and these keywords and uh, and associate it with something that it really does lodge it in your head. And yeah. for me, music is my natural way of learning anyway. I don't know whether I ever told you, but for the longest time, probably still, if I have to spell encyclopedia, I always think of the song... In the encyclopedia, E-N-C-Y-C-L-O-P-D-I-A. Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy Cricket. Got it. There's something about music. If I hear lyrics, I can remember lyrics from my childhood. I can remember... uh, So I feel like if I use songs, I will remember the theme. If I say this song was with this. I will remember the theme. And it's just been a pure joy to do. So that has been my my personal assignment that has made the the week go by really fast because I'm reading the books and, you know, taking notes and choosing, listening to songs. No, that's not quite right. And it's been quite it amazing. It sounds just like you're right in your wheelhouse. I am in my wheelhouse, yeah. and that's why I think the week has gone by so fast. Yeah. 
So I presented the idea to my teacher because I was thinking this is kind of a cumbersome, cum- cumbersome project for her. You know, how did would she want to do that? Would she want me to just pick out a few of the the best songs and say this is because I could definitely do that. Um, but she said, no, I want to see the whole list. She thought it was a wonderful concept. And she presented to me another list that another person had done for What's My Jam that was all classical music wow. based on the major arcana. So the students in this class are something else, man. It's just been... So are you finished yet? No, I've st- I've still got some. I- I'm having some trouble with uh, a few of the themes. Um, and I think I'm going to reach out to other people if I can't uh, figure them out. But I might reach out to our audience. Yeah, you should definitely reach out to Mark Kenny. Yeah, I might have to reach out to Mark Kenny or Cindy. Yeah. Cindy would be a great... That's true. Yeah. Cindy was a, a musical... Uh... Encyclopedia. <laughs> in your life anyway. A bringer of light and joy. Exactly. Yes. It's just, you know, the thing I love about tarot, and that I think that tarot got associated with this sort of flaky yeah. mentality a yeah. long time ago, but it is not that. It is so in-depth, philosophically, mythologically, symbolically psychologically that there is no end to the depths you can swim in and the thing that i really love is that and i may have mentioned this before but our teacher used the word meaning making everything is okay when you're meaning making is what she had said and i was just like wow that's exactly what it helps you do it's meaning making Poetry is meaning-making. It is. Uh, so I think that what my hobby truly is in life is meaning-making. Yeah. I like to m- make meaning. I wouldn't say that's your hobby. I'd say that's your passion. Yeah, that's true. Hobby yeah. is a terrible word. Hobby is a nickel word for a $10 situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although it can be a nickel word for a nickel situation. Well, that's if, true. <laughs> If somebody isn't, but I don't know that any it. hobbyist would use that would choose to use that word, because most hobbyists are people with a passion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, even collecting things, yeah. like people who any, collect stamps right. or my friend Lori who collects shot glasses. Yeah, yeah. she loves doing that. I know. There's well, a, it's there's whatever a you part of it that just lights her up. You know, there's meaning making in everything. Yeah. You know, it's. What, what gives your life meaning? So, But for me, this has just been such a wonderful week because of that project. And, um, and I'm only in module three. There's, I think there's eight modules. Whoa. So, and man, the... Have you done module two already? I'm still, I'm doing it in tandem. Oh. I've got, because uh, part of the thing is that you have to really, since the... The assignment is specific and yet um, inviting you to take your own way of presenting it. Um, I have to really think about exactly how I want to present. I know the ideas that I want to present 
but I've had some different ways of, of playing in my mind about how I will present it. I'm doing a PowerPoint presentation, which has been great too, because I've been learning how to do PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentations. I, I had done a little bit with them before, but nothing like what I'm doing now. So mm. it's just been a treat. Cool. Learning new things, Bill, is just the best. Yep. I'm in the midst of it, too. And you had a wonderful poetry break this last time. I really enjoyed that poetry break. Yeah. The, the poems that other people presented to you and the poems that you chose, it just was a, it was a great poetry break. Well, I had a good time. I, I felt like I was in a peppy mood and just kind of, you know, all the had all my energy back and I don't know, felt good. I love the way that you read Jabberwocky. <laughs> Bill was brilliant. Pardon me, I'm gonna have another drink of coffee. Give him a slithy toes to guide you, boy. Gimble in the web. It's good coffee. <laughs> Bill came in right before the show and said. Should I read Jabberwocky like this? <laughs> and I said, oh, you must absolutely read it like that. <laughs> no question whatsoever. <laughs> so other, th- other things we did this week. What else did we do? Oh, we went down to the Edmonds uh, yeah. Senior Center for lunch again yesterday. That was lovely. Man, it is just so much fun to go down there. Yeah, they have a guy playing guitar there on Fridays, and he seems to know us now. Yeah, I waved to him, and yeah, I did too. Yeah. So you know, it's just such a. Oh, and I, uh, I booked a musical performance. You did. Yeah, so I'm going to be doing a. Uh, Songwriters in the Round show at the Cooth Buzzard Bookstore in October with Mike Buckman and Kelly Murphy and hopefully uh, Steve, Steve Norris. Yeah, That'll be fun because I think I can play enough guitar now having altered my entire posture. Well, and also if it's <coughs> just one song One song out of, every, out of every four. Or, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be good. And another thing that I'm looking forward to is going to see Henry. Yes. Beauty and the Beast. The Beauty and the Beast next Friday. Is that next Friday? It's next Friday. How the heck are they supposed to... you think they would have casted this at the beginning of the year and been working on it. I don't know. Well, we'll see. It'll be gracious. very interesting to see what happens. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, we are, uh, we are very honored to be, yeah, uh, of this select group that he gets to uh, attend. So that is, and he was he got the part that he wanted. He did. Apparently, he was uh, way more prepared than the other people who were auditioning because he was. Um, he had the the moves and the blocking, the song, everything. He was really prepared. So I am so looking forward to that. Yep. 
other things of the week, we we've been watching some um, old movies. Yeah. Last week we had watched Five Easy Pieces, which neither one of us had ever seen. And I was curious to watch a couple of movies this week that I have not seen since they since I first watched them. Right. And one was The Graduate. Um, I just was quite interested because I didn't really like The Graduate when I first saw it. And I think that I I was just focusing on it being an affair with a married woman and and I was just I don't know, I didn't really see what the theme was really about because I was too young to see the theme. I mean, the theme is isolation, and it's saying that from the very start. And learning to act for yourself on your own behalf, you know. And in fact, I just thought that the entrance, you know, the entering scene of that... On the airplane? Not on... Well, on the airplane, but really when the theme music starts of the sound of silence and he is going up oh the coming through the airport yeah coming through the airport on whatever sort of people mover that thing is and that there's this uh underlying automated voice that keeps saying don't touch the rail or whatever it's saying keep a grip on the railing Stay to the right. Stay to pass. The, pass on the left. Because it's it's so regimented in the, and I was thinking, and because it's all white tile and, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, wow, all these things in our lives that make us feel like we're part of machinery rather than being a human being and. And, and uh, you know he's graduated from college and it's time for him to, make his own decisions and set his own course and he has no clue how to do it. Yeah. You know? It's a lot easier to see in retrospect yeah. than it is to see when yeah. you're in the, it yourself. The themes jumped out at you a lot more as an older person seeing it than as a younger person, that's for sure. Well, I I didn't tell you this, but the first time I ever saw The Graduate was sneaking, watching <laughs> it on a little TV in my room because it was on TV <laughs> for a while. and And my parents didn't want us to watch it. But I really wanted to watch it, and I had this little tiny TV that my grandmother had given me. And so I watched it in my bedroom in pieces, you know, and it was black and white TV, and, you know, it just was not the best way to view it. Then I saw it later when I was a little older, but I still was feeling quite moralistic Mm -hmm. about the way that I was viewing it rather than seeing what it was really truly presenting so my only complaint about that movie seeing it as an older person is that they abuse the song scarborough fair play too, it too, too much. much too much scarborough fair yeah, yeah. that loses its uh, such efficacy. interesting themes being um explored in that movie and yep. then uh because of that mike nichols also uh directed catch 22 which I have definitely not seen since I first saw it, which I believe was with my brother. It would not have been when it first came out because it came out when I was a freshman in high school, so I'm sure I went to see it in a sort of retrospective theater showing. Mm -hmm. 
And I never watched it again because all I could remember of that film was being confused, first of all. I'm, I'm a lot more able to follow uh, something that is of that kind of nature. Absurd. Yeah, the absurdities yeah. and than I was when I was younger. Yeah. But also, oh God, the, the only scene I remembered was the guts falling out of this bombardier, and I just thought, oh, my God, I don't want to watch that again. But now I thought, I want to watch that again. I want to see what that was about. And I was astonished by the number of stellar actors in that film. I was just like, wow. I mean, I'm kind of on a Buck Henry kick. I'm I'm quite the fan of Buck Henry. And I had forgotten that he had Written written the screenplay for that. It was because of him being in The Graduate, and that he had written the screenplay for that, that I was looking uh, up uh, other films by that were written by him. Because, man, I just... Uh, his role in The Graduate as the hotel clerk yeah. was... Reminds me of Mr. Bean behind the counter in, <laughs> yes, in Love Actually. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Coming up from below and... <laughs> Oh my gosh, his face was so perfect for that role. I was thinking, man, Buck Henry's one of those people who could be in the movie for three minutes and you remember him yeah. in that role. So. That's true. That's true. Anyway, um, but. He's good in Catch 22, too. But last <coughs> night I was, I was quite. Um, I mean, Catch-22 is meant to be disturbing. Oh, yeah. And, and it is disturbing. There is just no doubt about it. When they talk about it being a black comedy, I was thinking, yeah, there really is a lot of... I wouldn't say it's exactly comedy. It's just absurdity. Yeah. But the way that... I, I mean, the themes this time, to me, were so amazing to watch because as an older person you've seen what is being represented when i was a younger person i didn't want to think that that was the way that the world is but the whole catch 22 because when i watched it before i remember the doctor defining the catch 22 to yosarian but I, I didn't remember how many catch twenty twos were presented in exactly. the movie. Exactly. And then all of a sudden I was going, Oh my god, the whole thing is catch twenty two. The whole thing. Yeah. Everything in there is catch twenty two. Uh I just thought, man, that was brilliant yeah. and disturbing. Yeah. And it brought to mind a a poem by uh Lynn Unger that um that I had posted on my my Facebook page before we were, were watching this and and before we watched The Graduate. And I thought that the poem explained a lot of the ways that I would feel about these movies and yet appreciate what they're saying. And I have asked Bill whether he'd be willing to read it. Yes, the poem is called Cringe. 
I hate the moment in the movie that turns on the obvious mistake when the hero decides to take the bribe, tell the lie, fight for honor. Tragedy is one thing, and grief is the human condition. But does it have to be our nature to ignore the iceberg, wander into fraud, betray the beloved, sell the soul? I get that drama is founded on a bed of bad decisions, but still, I ache to wonder who in the world will be left to carve the memorial plaque? They had the option to be careful and truthful and kind. I love that poem. Yeah, it's good. It's and good. it really did, uh, it was ringing in my head the whole time I was watching both of those films because they're both about betrayal of your own self. I think and um, and I think all of us have that that horror of the times that we ourselves have betrayed our own selves by betraying another and um, these were uh, quite the (laughs) the broad examples of that you know i mean catch 22 that scene where he is walking down the different alleys and seeing these various atrocities that are being done to all these different creatures you know because it was both humans and animals it's just it it kind of explains that that feeling in you as you're walking through the world and seeing that kind of abuse, you just feel like, how could this even be? How can... And how numb do you have to get to where you just kind of accept it? Yeah. You know? So, I I don't know. That was... Uh, I thought Catch-22 was a very powerful movie upon rewatching it. I I can see why it was, and it makes me want to reread the book because I also read the book back in my younger years. Yeah, me too. And I think that I would get a lot more out of it now than I did before, so. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's music. Yeah, and speaking of meaning-making, we're coming to the end of um, Gary's list. As I had mentioned before, we are not doing it in the order that he had, which I'm sure he had plotted out carefully. Um, but uh, the there's only two songs left on his list that we were going to play. Mm. And, and then I was thinking at the end of July, that's the end of the retirement themed music I think because then I'm launched you know (laughs) but uh, there are a couple of other songs that I have come up with and and uh, Mark Kenny had provided a few songs or a couple of songs I think one of them we already I already had on my list but um, so we'll play a couple of those but um, but I thought this one was was particularly wonderful to play from Gary's list today because uh, it's a beautiful day by you too and 
I really felt like it was thematically perfect for when we go to the Edmonds Waterfront Activity Center and just feel this blossoming of your heart, you know, when you're, when you're free to enjoy a beautiful day with no constraints. Because I have not always felt that when I've been in the working world. And the other song, even though it isn't as, as good for retirement, it's actually one of my favorite U2 songs ever and does have some retirement themes if you imagine it the right way. a bloom shoots up through the stony ground there's no room no space to rent in this town you're out of luck and the reason that you had to care the traffic is stuck and you're not moving anywhere you thought you found a friend Take you out of this place Someone you can lend a hand In return for grace So beautiful It's a beautiful 